Welcome, welcome, and welcome, everybody, to the show. It is I, Rob Zakari. This is the Rob Zakari Show. And yes, I sound worse than yesterday. I sound worse than yesterday. I, I don't know. I, I feel worse than yesterday. I can't stop my nose from running. And I've been taking cold medicine after cold medicine. I don't want to take too much. I don't want to take, like, the Zerp. And get just jacked up on Nike. But I'm doing what I can do. I'm doing what I can do. Alright. So I feel like we need another. Word lesson. Remember. Yesterday we talked about. Maxine Waters. And we had to break down. What the word. Racism means. And racist. And Bill O'Reilly saying. Maxine Waters' wig looks like James Brown's hair had nothing to do with racism. The definition of racism or racist does not fit the category of somebody making fun of another bomb thrower. And that's what Maxine Waters is, a bomb thrower. Somebody that says that the dossier dossier is true and that Trump had girls uh, peeing on each other. His cabinet's full of scumbags. And the list goes on and on. She's a bomb thrower. There's no racism. Okay? There's no racist conversation by saying her wig looks like James Brown's hair. Okay. Now today, today we have another made up controversy. It's all the media does now. I mean, that's all they've ever done, but it's just so bad now. It really is. It's just so bad. The media is so out of control. Like I said before, in some ways, it's good that the WikiLeaks uh, emails exposed all the people in collusion with the Democrats and so forth and so on. So it was never just a right-wing conspiracy anymore. Now you could actually point to specific emails and go, come on, man, look. It's not a conspiracy. This isn't like, oh, you got you Republicans are crazy for you. Look, it's right there. It's, it's it's real. It's real. Now, in some ways, it's good. Some ways, it's bad. Because now the media is like, eh, we don't have to hide anymore. We don't have to keep this subterfuge going. Cats out of the bag cats out of the bag so why keep the subterfuge going why pretend right in the middle and, and we don't pick sides and we're just worse than journalists now that I F it put on the gas let's go now you have an exchange back and forth with Sean Spicer and April Ryan 
And CNN says, after a contagious back and forth, some say condescending, sexist, and racist. racist. What was racist about Sean Spicer going back and forth with a reporter? Because she was black? was sexist. She was going back and forth with her? And she's a woman? She's a liberal hack reporter. That's what she is. When you are a regular, and I mean a regular, on his show on MSNBC, on Lawrence O'Donnell's show on MSNBC, the other one there, Chris Hayes on MSNBC. When you are a regular on those three shows, throw in Rachel Maddow. When you're a regular and Maddow or Matthews asks your opinion, tell me, what do you think? And you're giving your opinion. And that opinion is a left-leaning opinion. You're not just a reporter. You're not this meek little black woman reporter just asking questions. You are in that press room, in that briefing room, agenda. Have an agenda. Your agenda is to go after the Trump administration. And if you can be part of the in that process, huh, that's even better. You can raise your profile, that's even better. That means more TV gigs. That means more appearances on Jake Tapper's show or Chris Homo's show in the morning, news. To become the story is the dream of all these reporters. So to watch the media describe April Ryan as this reporter, this this just no filled, poor, innocent black woman who runs this tiny little urban. Uh, radio network. Oh, oh, but man, she is such a liberal hack. When Obama was the president, man, she she would literally be on those shows and and just talking about Obama as if he was black Jesus. She'd have these 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 tears in her eyes when it was towards the end of the Obama administration. Oh my God. She she was like fit to be tied. And let's not forget she got into a fight with Amorosa about a month ago was conveniently buried where after the fight 
she started telling everybody Amarosa threatened her. And Amarosa goes, really? And she pulls out a tape and plays the tape for different reporters and goes, did I threaten her in any way? What did I? And April Ryan's running around going, oh, that tape was doctored. That tape. So after Amarosa recorded her, she then went to her super secret bat cave where she could do some editing on Pro Tools. Come on. April Ryan is a hack liberal activist. That's it. And you watch the video as Sean Spicer's talking and April Ryan's shaking her head. He says, don't shake your head. What do you, what? That's her saying you're a liar or you're wrong. And that's condescending. That's sexist. That's racist. Racist. Back to the favorite word by liberals. Racist. The most overused word in the last eight years to the point where it doesn't mean anything anymore. To say someone's a bigot, it used to have bite. To say someone was a racist, it used to have bite. Now, someone says racist, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I get it, yeah. I get it, racist. You're a racist. I know, yep, yep, I'm a racist, okay. Well, what makes me a racist? You talk to that black person that, what did, what did I, well, you talk to them in a condescending way. What did that, that's racist. Oh, okay. Got it. I mean, it used to mean something. Doesn't mean anything. When CNN opens their story, condescending, sexist, and racist, and it's an activist being part of the story and engaging in a combative question and answer with the press secretary. And the only thing that said is, stop shaking your head. Stop shaking your head. Oh, April Ryan. She's just... She's just a reporter. I even think she said that on New Day. I think she even said, I don't have an agenda. I'm just a reporter. I love all of these people that say they don't have an agenda, but yet you never see them on any conservative show. I mean, there's not a lot, but regardless, you never see them Anywhere where they can be challenged. Never. Instead, it's this little peanut gallery with Chris Matthews where he pontificates. Oh, you know, this president, you know, I, I'm just thinking when I look at him and he's p- pulling on his jacket, I'm just thinking Mussolini. I'm just thinking fascist. April, tell me, what are you thinking? Well, I'll tell you, Chris, uh, what do you, 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 you're an activist. You're a liberal hack. I'm just a reporter. 
I'm just a reporter asking questions. You're a liberal hack. That's all. That's it. A liberal hack. Who then lies once you get to an argument with Amorosa. amazing to me so that that there's your new there's your new controversy racist so everybody's racist oh everybody's racist everybody's racist it's just oh god like i said was it better before the cat was out of the bag with the media I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. And remember, I told you, yes, we beat Goliath. We beat the media. Trump won. We beat the Goliath. David beat Goliath. But we did it this one time. We did it this one time. The media is just incensed. I mean, if you go to CNN right now, besides the April Ryan, everything that's going on, and there's a lot of stuff that's going on. You know what their top story is? Jared Kushner. What did Kushner and the Russians talk about? You see... The media is losing their minds because all of this wiretapping and, and unmasking is starting to get flushed out. And there's actually smoking guns. There's actually people coming out and, and saying, remember, we talked about it yesterday. The, the Gateway Pundit had a great story about the, uh, what was it, the deputy... Uh, 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 defense uh, secretary. She was on MSNBC with uh, uh, Mika, Mika Brzezinski, where she admitted, she admitted that they were gathering as much information they could on Trump and they were surveilling. And they, I mean, she admitted this stuff. And it's almost like liberals slash media are rolling the dice and they're playing their hand that, yes, what they did is illegal. What they did is wrong. But the Russians and the hacking... And the so-called collusion oligarchs is more important. And amongst that haystack, they'll find that needle. They'll find that needle. 
Brian Williams, he even slipped up, what, two weeks ago? And said, okay, so if the Obama administration was a surveillance drop and they caught them on wiretaps, the question would be, why were they talking to people? So you even have Lion Brian Williams playing that game of, okay, so the Obama administration, like like almost like pre, pre-election, when Jonathan Capar and Van Jones basically came out and said, well, you know, this Russian stuff and why it's getting talked about now and so forth and so on harkens back to Trump and his birtherism. So you even had Democrats and activists setting up that if Trump won, the whole Russian colluding would basically be a narrative that would be a payback for Trump and birtherism. And now you have people like Brian Williams going, okay, okay. So let's just say this wiretapping was going on. Let's just say people are being surveilled. I have a question, and that question would be, why were those people talking to other individuals who are under surveillance? And it's funny because they know, I mean, Brian Williams knows, that anybody that's in this country that is acting as a foreign agent is under surveillance in some way, shape, or form. They're under surveillance. And they know people have conversations with these individuals all the time. And just because a conversation with somebody that is under surveillance doesn't mean what you're doing is against the law or it's treasonous. Remember, Sergey, the Russian ambassador, didn't just have conversations with Jeff Sessions, or Flynn. He also had conversations with Claire McCatskill, Diane Feinstein. He went to the White House 22 times. <laughs> but the Democrats, the media, they're they're pushing it. They think there's they think it, it, they think that they're going to find that needle. They think they're going to find that needle 
they think that they can pull this McCarthyism tactic and and either get Trump out of the White House without proof, basically run him out, or get his own party to turn on him without any proof. Just a McCarthy-style attack. Page out of the McCarthy playbook. Because think about it. If the FBI has been investigating Trump and the Trump people since July, bogus dossier. You know, the theory is they started based on that dossier. Of course, nobody in the media is saying that. Nobody on the left is saying that. The only people saying that are people like me. That investigation started with the dossier. True, that means FBI has been going on an investigation based on 32 pages of BS. 32 pages of fantasy stuff. 32 pages of fantasy stuff. I mean, just the... Fa- Listen, think about how, 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 how crazy it sounds. Forget the peeing, forget all that. Obama would stay in a hotel that was under surveillance by the Russian government and had cameras and recording devices all throughout his room. Just how 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 okay, that's the only word I could have. I, Think about how retarded that is. is what part of the dossier. And what I mean by that was Trump requested to stay in a hotel that Obama and Michelle had stayed in. And in the room that Michelle and Obama stayed in. And wanted hookers to have sex in your other a bed that Obama and Michelle slept on. And in the dossier it says the hotel is known to be under surveillance by the Russian government. That's why the recordings Trump got made When you read that, you then have to say, so Obama and Michelle stayed in a hotel that was under surveillance? That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like our government, our Secret Service, our FBI, the President of the United States and his wife sleep in a hotel room, take dump in the KG. Is, is watching her because they have cameras everywhere. It, it just, it's impossible. It's, it's, it's insane. 
know the FBI is going off this dossier, they got nothing. Now, that's my theory. That's our theory on the right. But that investigation's been going on since July. And since July, there's no evidence? There's no evidence? And the other big point I made was, okay, you got July, August, September, October, November. Donald Trump wins unexpectedly, shocks the country. Well, he still got almost two months before he takes office. No smoking gun to unseat him before he takes office? No smoking gun? Remember, the liberals, the media, they were running around trying to get those 30 electoral votes to pull from Trump and go to Hillary. Remember that campaign? And there there was a legitimate concern, not by me. I knew it would never happen, but there were people that were concerned. Because the way the establishment is and the way Washington is and the powers that be, that the presidency was going to be stolen from Donald Trump. And we were basically going to wake up and read the news reports, watch the television, and see that. Electoral votes got switched. Hillary Clinton's the winner, and she's president. So while that was going on, don't you think the smoking gun would have come out then? I mean, don't you think, don't you think the smoking gun, the Russian collusion, if it came out, in between those three or four weeks, those electors would have swapped their votes out. Don't you think that would have got them to swap them? And don't you think a smoking gun of collusion would have made X amount of millions of people fine with Hillary becoming president? Don't you think even marginal Trump supporters would have went, oh, wow, okay, hey, good thing you guys got that information when you did. Good thing you got that information before he took the oath of office. All right, I voted for him. I don't like Hillary, but come on, look at all this collusion. Look at all this evidence. Can't have this. Don't, don't you think that would have happened? Instead, we're going to be hitting April, which means the FBI has been investigating July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, 10 effing months. And not one, not 
one of smoking gun evidence. Not one smoking gun evidence. Instead, you get a CNN headline by Gloria Borger who colluded with the Clinton campaign, don't forget, writing emails to Tony Podesta, or John Podesta, not the brother, John Podesta, TV star. No smoking gun. Instead, source, which means made up, Kushner meeting with Russian bank exec was an effort to engage with Russia. This is their headline. It's their headline. All the things that are going on, and there's a lot of things going on, this is what they're doing. April Ryan and the racist comments and Jared Kushner. And while this is going on, legit surveillance, wiretapping, Unmasking all of the people involved with that are starting to bubble to the top. And everybody doesn't know what to do. They're freaking. All right, it's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. I'll be right back after these quick, quick Hillary Clinton's hot sauce words. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, yes. listen, I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. not, no, seriously. Hot sauce. So I've, been, I've been eating a lot of hot sauce. A lot of... Uh, Raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You might need to slow down. I need to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that was Hillary Clinton talking about hot sauce. It's one of my favorite clips on here. Might be the, like, the favoritist. Is that a word, favoritist? Probably not. I'll probably get my my uh, my my balls busted on that, Rob. That's not a word. You need to learn how to use the words. Okay. Sorry. So here's something that you're not going to uh, hear about. You're not going to read about unless you tune into this show or a few other conservative websites. So, unless you're looking for this type of information, you're not going to see this. That's what makes the media 
still the most powerful weapon of the Democrats. Our information is information that you can't just stumble on. If you want a conservative message, if you want a message that is opposite of the left's message, you have to search for us. But their message, you can stumble on. Their message while you're waiting for your plane at the Atlanta airport or Chicago O'Hara or LAX on their message. You got a two-hour layover? Guess what? You're right in front of CNN being broadcasted. So you stumble on their message. You go to a doctor's office, you stumble on their message. You're on the airplane. Would you like a complimentary newspaper? Oh, sure. New York Times or USA Today. You stumble on their message. For us, you have to find our message. And if you're looking for our message, that means you're already juiced in to what we have to say. You're already juiced in to our point of view. So it's kind of like we're preaching to the choir. We're not converting people because you can't just stumble on the Rob Zakari show. You can't just stumble conservative messaging. You work your ass off. You go home at night late. You just want to watch a little TV before you go to bed. You can't put on late night TV without liberal messaging. Again, you stumble on it. Oh, let me see. Jennifer Lawrence on uh, Stephen Colbert. Awesome. I love Jennifer Lawrence. She's got such perky little breasts. I love her. Great. Let me see it. Bump. Donald Trump's a Nazi. He's a Nazi. Anybody who listens to him's a Nazi, Nazi, racist, bigot, Nazi, Nazi. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I just want to watch Jennifer Lawrence and those 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 knobs. That's all I want. All right, let me let me click over here to Jimmy Kimmel. Hi, everybody. Donald Trump's a Nazi. Oh, god damn. Okay. Stumble. Maybe you get home even later. I'm going to watch Seth Meyers. Hi, it's Seth Meyers. Donald Trump's a Nazi. Huh. Okay. (laughs) That stumble. Okay, let me go to TBS. Oh, Samantha B. how you doing? Donald Trump's a Nazi. Okay, is there anywhere I could go on television? Can I go anywhere? Where I'm not being told the president's a Nazi, anybody voted for him's a Nazi. Uh, if you don't, if 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 you don't like illegals, if you don't like trannies, if you if if you're not down with all of these things, you're a human waste. If you don't, if you don't think it's all right for a girl who wants to be a guy. And injects herself with all sorts of steroids until she's five times stronger than your average girl who doesn't hop herself up on roids. 
and then goes out and beats all those little girls in competition, hammers them. If you're not cool with that, you're a pig, you're an animal, you're a slob, you're, a, you're human waste. So, you're not going to hear about the weekly immigration has been president. There is a weekly immigration report. It's not for that week. You know, it's, it's, it's weeks behind because they have to compile all the information. But basically, it's a report, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to you exactly. The declined detainer outcome report, which was released today by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement officials, stated that of 73 immigration detainers issued to law enforcement officials in New York City, officials released 12 accused criminals. Now, remember, we're always hearing. Oh, the people that ICE is getting traffic tickets. It's just traffic tickets. That's what it is. It's traffic. It's it's, it's BS. Here's factual information that you're not going to see on CNN. You're not going to see Hack Tapper go, and today's lead, the decline detainer outcome report released today. Bother you. You're not going to see that. You're not going to see, I'm Wolf Blitzer. Today's top story, the decline detainer outcome report. Imagine if the media about this stuff. Think about that. Think about if you were inundated with this stuff, factual stuff, cities, letting rapists, murders, drug dealers, domestic violence. Imagine if you knew this. Imagine if the average person, the low-information person, low-information voter, knew about this and was blasted with this daily. This is Guadalupe. She has a brain tumor. She's 75 years old. And she's being deported. (gasps) And she's just one of millions of illegals that are here who have brain tumors who are being deported. Oh, no. Someone call UNICEF. Oh. Imagine if the low-information voter got facts, got this information, not the information That the media and Hollywood and Democrats want you to hear. This spin they want you to hear. I mean, it's a big deal that ICE is releasing this detailed report. It's funny. The left loves to pull out reports. All these mass shootings. Look at all these mass. Look at, we have now documented every single mass shooting. 
And you're like, and you're like well, what's well, a mass shooting means more than three. Now, that mass shooting could also mean gang violence. Now that So they're good at putting together a list of mass shootings or white police officers killing unarmed black men, uh, unarmed uh, Asian men. They're good at that. Those are two things they're good at. And then skewing a narrative based on those numbers. These numbers? Oh, no. Nope. Remember what we said. Immigration is about one thing. Voters. That's it. If you made a deal with Democrats tomorrow and said, you know what? They all could stay. We're not going to deport any of them. They all got to pay a fine. But they can never, ever vote. They go, "Uh uh-uh, not doing that. Well, why? Thought it's like about not breaking up families. Thought it's not about deportations. And they all have this great potential to to bring all these great interventions to the country. No, it's about votes. So stop BSing. So out of 73 immigration detainers issued, to law enforcement officials in New York City, they released 12 criminals. And these 12 illegal aliens are facing charges in New York City for crimes including assault, larceny, burglary, and sexual assault. <coughs> so somebody needs to go down there and find out why they released those 12. ICE officials issued the largest number of detainers to jurisdictions within the state of California, 162. Of those, California officials declined eight and released criminal aliens with convictions for domestic violence, assault, burglary, cruelty towards a child, and immigrants charged with drug possession and domestic violence. So out of these eight, They're not traffic infractions. They're not jaywalking. So New York's first, California's second, Travis County, Texas. Now, they led the report last week with 70% of released criminal aliens. This week, they received 23 immigration detainers, and of those, two were released during the reporting period. It's almost like they, they, they kind of learned their lesson. Or maybe not. And unless the media reports this, people are never going to know about this stuff. And you have to ask yourself, why will the media not talk about this? Why will the media not talk about this? What's the reason? They don't find it important? Or is it that they know that if the average American voter 
knew about this stuff, especially the voters that live in those states and in those cities, they would be mad and they would demand that city to do something. They would demand that city to comply. That's why you're not going to hear about this on CNN. That's why you're not going to hear about this on NBC. That's why you're not going to hear about this from George Stephanopoulos. That's why the New York Times isn't going to write about it. Washington Post isn't going to write about it. Stephen Colbert is not going to talk about it. This is going to get swept under the rug. The illegal aliens listed in these detainers are said to be from Barbados, Colombia, the Dominican Republic, Ecuador, El Salvador, France, Georgia, Honduras, Hungary, Mexico, Niagara, St. Vincent, and Pakistan, but Tajikistan. The report lags real time by six weeks and covers detainers declined during the period of February 4th to the 10th. Regardless of the date the detainers was issued, the report also details the policies in place that make the jurisdiction a sanctuary. Last week's report included some counties that released the person to another jurisdiction. Receiving jurisdiction subsequently and released the criminal alien. The reports are being to report this information more accurately, officials said. Then it goes on. Due to, now this is an ICE uh, press release. Due to data processing error, the January 28th to February 3rd, 2017 declined detainer outcome report incorrectly attributed issued detainers to Franklin County, New York, Montgomery County. Iowa that were in fact issued to agencies outside their respective counties their similarly named locations. Please note, however, the corrections only apply to Section 1. The data processing error did not impact information on these jurisdictions in Section 3. Additionally, detainers that appeared in as being declined by Williamson County, Texas, were cases that had detainers lodged in that county and that their individuals are subsequently traveled transferred to Travis County, Texas. Detainers were then declined by Travis County, Texas. These de- declinations have been attributed to Travis County. So basically, they're correcting who they're blaming for the things that they printed as far as who declined the detainers. But regardless, however you want to read the correction or how you want to go about processing the information. They are reporting on cities, towns, states. That are not following federal law. Uh, Again, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. (laughs) It's a big deal.
big deal. We're going to hear about it on CNN. Poppy Harlow's not going to talk about it. Don Lemon's not going to talk about it. Hell, Brian Seltzer, that jerk-off, he says he won't report on, or CNN won't report on the rape in Maryland because that's a, a, a local crime. Why would they report on local crimes? Imagine that. CNN talking about not reporting on something because it's local. What Brian Seltzer should have said was, they're not going to report on something that hurts the agenda of the Democrat Party, which the media is part of. But to say, oh, it's a local story? And things like that happen all the time? Rape happens all the time? Local story. You know how many stories are on CNN that are strictly local? That they report on because... It helps an agenda. Rather, it's some, you know, the made-up story about a, a going in to buy a cheeseburger, some little backwoods town in Alabama. And the clerk supposedly says, we don't serve Muslims. And that makes CNN's front page. That becomes, look what Donald Trump has created. This is horrible. This is a this is atrocious. I can't believe it. And Don Lemon talks about it, and they have a whole panel. And Anderson Cooper talks about it, and they have a whole panel. And then when they're off the air, the late night crowd on CNN, they have a whole panel and they talk about it. And that's local. That's a local story that eventually winds up turning out to be fake. CNN covers these local stories all the time. They're not covering the rape in Maryland because it sheds light on the fact that you have cities that are sanctuary. You have illegals that commit crime. They don't get deported. They're allowed to stay here. And then they go and they rape a 14-year-old girl. And by showing that story, it sheds light to the low-information voter that wanting strong borders and deporting illegals is not some xenophobic, kooky, right-wing, Trump-supporting, whack-job stance. It's real. It's legit. And rather it happens 10 times in a year, rather it happens one time in a year. One time. 
a child is raped by an illegal is too many. And if it's as simple as ICE complying, and working with local authority to get these people out, and I didn't mean to say ICE complying, local authority complying with ICE, and to get these people out, and we could save one child, then it's worth it. And it's worth it. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. Don't go away. I'm dying over here. Blow my nose. 2015, during a press conference. The C-SPAN networks bring you long-form public affairs programming from the nation's capital and are a public service of your television provider. C-SPAN, created by cable. article is let me give you a little um, uh, uh, let me give you a little uh, I guess history backstory don't know how legit it is because it's from Newsweek okay 
Josh Saul and Max. So who knows uh, if uh, it's legit. Remember that uh, that whack job. Um, uh, what's his name? What's the whack job's name? What's that uh, whack job's name? I always forget the whack job's name. Uh, bah, 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 bah. You know who I mean, the Newsweek guy, Kurt Eichenwald. That's it. That whack job. So, um, who knows if you know the Newsweek story's right, coming from uh, the, the organization that uh, hires Kirk. Eichenwald. And if you're hiring Kurt Eichenwald, <sighs> something's up. All right. Something's up if you're hiring Kurt Eichenwald. But, anyways, so it says uh, Obama administration blocked FBI directors uh, James Comey's offer to reveal Russian meddling. Now, I don't want to read the whole effing story, but you could speak. Who knows if it's legit? Like I said, talking about Kirk Eichenwald's new, uh, uh, you know, rag. But it says FBI Director James Comey attempted to go public as early as the summer of 2016 with information on Russia's campaign to influence the U.S. presidential election. But Obama administration officials blocked him doing so. Two sources with knowledge in the matter tell Newsweek. Well, before the Department of Homeland Security and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence accused the Russian government of tampering with the U.S. election in an October 7th statement, Comey pitched the idea of writing an op-ed about the Russian campaign during a meeting in the White House Situation Room in June or July. He had drafted of it on an outline. He held up a piece of paper in a meeting and said, I want to go forward. I want to do people think of this. Uh, what do you people think of this? Says the source of knowledge of the meeting, which included Secretary of State John Kerry, uh, Loretta Lynch, Department of Homeland Security Jay Johnson, and of course, National Security Susan Rice. The other national security officials didn't like the idea, and the White House officials thought the announcement should be coordinated message backed by multiple agencies, the source says. An op-ed does have the same stature. It comes from one person. The op-ed would not have mentioned whether the FBI was investigating Donald Trump's campaign workers or others close to him for links to the Russians' interference in the election. Second source of knowledge of the request tells Newsweek Comey would likely have tried to publish the op-ed in the New York Times. It would have included much of the same information as the bombshell declassified intelligence report released January 6th, which said Russian Vladimir Putin tried to influence the presidential election, court said. What's the reason for not divulging this? What's the reason for not divulging this? What's the reason? That's the question. If this is a true story, what's the reason? What would be the reason? That, that That's what I'd like to know. What would be the reason? Now, again, Newsweek is, you know, how accurate are they? I don't know. 
you know. You got Kurt Eichenwald. I have to keep preferencing that. Russia's goals were to undermine public faith in the U.S. democratic process, degenerate uh, or uh, denigrate Secretary Clinton and harm her electability and potentially presidency, the report stated, adding that the U.S. intelligence community had high confidence in its judgments. We further assess Putin and the Russian government deployed a clear president for president, uh, preference for President Trump. Remember, that's what Comey said. Now, he wasn't going to put that in the op-ed, but that's what their finding was. While U.S. Uh, outlets, uh, news outlets reported in June that the Russian hackers accessed Democratic National Committee emails, U.S. intelligence didn't confirm that the Russian government was trying to influence the election until a month later. March 20th, Comey told the House Intelligence Committee the FBI has since July been investigating Russian interference in the election matter was collusion between blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Let's see. I mean, it, Comey requests that the FBI director wanted the Russian interference made public earlier and that it was a sluggish White House that denied Comey and delayed the announcement. The White House shut it down. Uh, the sources say they did their usual nothing. Both sources spoke to Newsweek on the condition of anonymity because they weren't authorized to speak to the press. So, of course, you got to believe them because they're doing something that they were told not to do. Asked about Comey's push to write the op-ed over the summer, spokesman for the FBI said by email, in general, we have not been adding to the director's comments regarding Russia at the March 20th hearing. So, you know, what would be the reason? What would be the reason? What would be the reason? Why would Obama and Jay uh, Johnson and the rest of the uh, <laughs> the crew say no, 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 no? We don't want anybody to know this. What would be the reason? That that's would be my question. What would be the reason? So who knows if we're gonna find the reason? <clears throat> Oof. <laughs> oh. And then you got <laughs> these guys. I'm telling you, man. Uh, these guys. <sighs> it's a trip. So now you got uh, Virginia Senator Mark Warner. Okay. And he wants to know if that the Russian hacking, okay, the Russian hacking and what they did made Hillary lose the key states. So this is what he said. As a former tech guy, what really concerns me is at least some reports, and we've got to get to the bottom of this, that there were upwards of a thousand paid internet trolls working out of a facility in Russia in an effort taking over a series of computers which are called 
a botnet. These botnets place malware on computer servers and are able to redirect traffic. These botnets would generate news down to specific areas and that he's received reports which he needs to verify that these areas targeted were the key swing states of Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. And those are the states where Trump won by a little over 100,000 votes. Are, are, you effing, are you effing kidding me? Seriously, uh, are you effing kidding me? And this, of course, is on CN, or, uh, MSNBC. So it, it just feeds the liberal, uh, brainless retards that watch these programs. That they, and, and, and you hear what he said. You hear what he said? He's received reports, which he needs to verify. So he doesn't know if this is true. He doesn't even know if this is true. And he's saying something that sounds beyond crazy. Just beyond crazy. But thousands of internet trolls, Russian Trolls, thousands of them created programs that would then hack into your computers and send you fake news articles. And these, <laughs> these, these were specifically targeted in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Oh, man. Do you realize how ludicrous this sounds? Seriously. Do you realize how insanely ludicrous this sounds? And yet, there's Hundreds and thousands, and I mean hundreds of thousands of liberals that are watching this this retard, and they're like, yeah, 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 that's what happened. That's what happened. God. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on, man. And I come on. Now now it's just getting to the point where it's 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 just getting ridiculous. Listen to this again. This is what he says. As a former tech guy, what really concerns me is at least some reports, and we've got to get to the bottom of this. I, I, I haven't seen these reports. I would love to know what these reports and where they are. And you want to talk about fake news. 
So there were upwards of a thousand paid internet trolls working out of a facility in Russia. In effect, taking over a series of computers, which are then called a botnet. These botnets place malware on computer servers and are able to redirect traffic. These botnets would generate news down to Pacific areas. And he's gotten reports. Got to verify him first, but he's gotten reports that these areas were the key swing states of Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. <sighs> Seriously, this is the, this this is the most. <laughs> It's just amazing. Just amazing. I mean, what this senator said is so fantical. It's it's pure lunacy. But he's able to just spew it out there. Nobody pushes back on it. Seriously, nobody. This is a press conference. This was an epic press conference. He then goes on to say these botnets distributed fake news. In the lead up to the election, Clinton is sick or Clinton is taking money from some source. He said, I'm not here to relitigate the election. I just want to merely put the American public on a higher level of alert about huge, huge threats of basic democracy. I mean, wow. Democracy. First off, I still haven't figured out this whole concept of fake news and how fake news destroys democracy. I haven't figured this out. I haven't figured this out. I haven't figured out how is going to your checkout stand in Ralph's or Wegmans or Vaughn's and seeing a newspaper that says Bill Clinton had lunch with aliens. Barack Obama has dinner with Jesus. How is that fake news any different than you online And you're going to CNN, or you're going to MSNBC, or you're you're going to Craigslist, or you're going to AshleyMadison.com, wherever. You're just trolling around on the web, and you see an article that says, 
Hillary Clinton is riddled with cancer and Chelsea Clinton has AIDS. And you click on it and you go, oh, Hillary Clinton's got cancer and Chelsea Clinton has got AIDS. Oh, okay. How is that any different than any other crazy, wild, nutty information we get in any other area of our lives? And how does that threaten democracy? I thought the whole point of democracy and having democracy, having a a country built on democracy, I thought it was all about free speech. I thought it was all about being able to say whatever you want. And as long as you're not at a movie theater and screaming um, fire, you could say whatever you want. And if they're a public figure, you can really say whatever you want. You could parody. You could you could do whatever. You could do fake ads that shows Obama in an outhouse filleting his father. And this is all protected. Because we live in a democracy. Now, I know that's not the definition of democracy. But you know in the abstract what I'm talking about. We are the symbol of democracy. And what goes along with democracy is all the things that I've been saying. So how the hell, and and let's face it, let's just say, let's just say, okay, for the sake of argument, Warner's claim, his completely unsubstantiated claim, like complete fake news, but let's just say it's true. Let's just say it's true. How does a thousand internet trolls creating fake news stories and fake news sites and blasting it through the internet and for people who go on the internet to search out information, stumble on these news sites, read these news sites, and then what? We live in a free society. How is that a threat to democracy? Because Russia did it? So what we're saying is it would have been different if it was a big fat slob in his basement in Toledo, Ohio? I mean, isn't that what a super PAC does? I mean, I'm trying to figure out where this threat to democracy is. I mean, if you're talking about it just being from a foreign country, then we need to shut down the Internet 
then the government needs to control the Internet. The government needs to control what's going in and what's going out. We need to have a government-controlled Internet. I mean, that's what has to be done. That's what has to be done. Now, if it's not about Russia, per se, and it's about fake news sites, well, how is that any different than running a $50 million ad campaign that depicts Donald Trump as Hitler and that's broadcasted in every town, every city, and every state. I mean, it just, it just makes no sense. And yes, I get it. Democrats are desperate. They're doing everything they can to explain why Hillary lost. They're doing everything they can to stop Donald Trump, to stall his agenda. I, I, I get it. I, I really do. I get it. There has to come a point. There has to come a point. They're just not able to keep this going. There has to come a point where somebody goes, guys, you got to put let, let's see the evidence. And I know we're not going to get any help from Republicans like McCain or Lindsey Graham. But at some point, someone has to say, put up or shut up. <sighs> Bots. Insane. Targeting specific State, just stop, Warner. Big retard. <sighs> All right, it's Rob Zuccari, it's Rob Zuccari Show. We'll be right back after these quick, and I mean quick words. <laughs> yeah. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's funny because we were just talking about Lindsey Graham. How long have you been listening to this show for um, 
you know, year or two, two and a half. Have I been talking about Lindsey Graham? Then I've made the case, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying it because um, I think it's wrong. I'm just saying it because I think there's elements of hypocrisy, and that being Lindsey Graham being gay. Now I've said that before. I I I said. Lindsey Graham fits every single checkbox when you're like, hmm, I wonder if that person's gay. Let's see, 60 some odd years old, never been married. Check. 60 something years old, has no girlfriend. Check. 60 something years old, um, lives with his sister. 60-something years old, never had children. Check. <laughs> you, know, you could go down the list. Now, we don't know. Anonymous sources, okay? Anonymous sources that will not go and speak to us and use their names because they're not allowed to publicly have said that Lindsay's queer is a $3 bill. I mean, that's what the anonymous sources say. Okay? That's what the anonymous sources say. But <sighs> why I bring that up is because Huckabee was on, you know, Governor Mike Huckabee, good guy, funny guy, plays the bass. I like when watching him play the bass. He was on Laura Ingram's show. And he implied that Lindsay was gay. <laughs> I kid you not. Because Lindsay is playing his little... Oh, and my other checkbox hangs out. Uh, his BFF is uh, John McCain. Like, they're inseparable. It's kind of like uh, uh, Grace and Frankie. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Oh God! Sorry, guys. It's like Grace and Frankie. I told you, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, two uh, old women who uh, have husbands who are partners in a law firm, and the two uh, husbands out to the wives and say, "Hey, we just want to tell you that for years um, we've been boning each other and." We love each other, and we want to divorce you so we can get married. And it's uh, Sam Weston and uh, Martin Sheen. So whenever I see Lindsey Graham and uh, John McCain, I think of Frankie, Gracie, and Frankie there. I do. Okay, now back to Huckabee. <laughs> so Huckabee says, I'm very disappointed in Lindsey. And he was referencing the fact that Lindsey Graham was being critical of David Nunez and calling him um, basically Inspector Clouseau from the Pink Panther. So Huckabee says, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very disappointed in Lindsey. 
And I sometimes wonder what uniform he puts on each morning when he goes out to the field to play. And I'm not just talking about the partisan uniform. I think to bring that kind of criticism and to call the chairman of the House and tell committee, who's a person of integrity, to call him the Inspector Clouseau, to use those kind of terms basically to diminish him, it's very unfortunate. It's very demeaning. So that's what Huckabee said. That's what Huckabee said. Huckabee basically said, hey, Lindsey Graham is gay. <laughs> Lindsey, Graham, Lindsey Graham is a fanook. Dude, that's what Huckabee said. It's funny to hear somebody in the Republican Party like Huckabee say that because we've all been saying it for years. I would say he's the Sam Weston character. And John McCain is the Martin Sheen character. Because Sam Weston in the Frankie Gracie show is the gayer of the characters. (laughs) Oh, man. Crazy. All right, guys, listen to me. It's Rob Zakari's show. We're going to end it here because I'm dying. Okay? I'm dying. And I'm trying to get better. I am. I'm trying to get better. So just bear with me. Hopefully tomorrow <sighs> we'll feel a little bit better. All right. It's Rob Zakari. You guys are the best. Uh, you are awesome. We'll be back tomorrow. Be safe. Um. Uh, And uh, don't take any wooden nickels. Talk to you then. (laughs) Bye.